Welcome to another episode of Life Sucks Podcast with Patrick and Chelsea. Hey. Gonna pretend like I haven't seen you all day today. Okay. How are you? I haven't you? really seen you all day today. I really haven't. I've been in my office all day. Yeah. Coaching and you've been out in the back coaching? garden. Coaching? Yeah. Coaching? What? What have you been doing in your office all day? Well, I've been coaching my, in the morning. Yeah. And then What then, have you done with the rest of your day in your office? I was meditating and After you meditated? Playing a game of video games, playing one <laughs> game of Fortnite. Yep. So yeah, today I want to talk to you about something that I've really been thinking about the past few days because I feel like mm-hmm. it has been such a big effect on me. You know yourself, I've been off social media now for probably about, come up to a month I would say, yeah. maybe three weeks, month. And by being off social media, what do you mean? Like just completely cutting social media out of my life, like completely no Instagram, no Facebook, no TikTok, no YouTube, none mm-hmm. of those things. I do educate myself on like some YouTube videos, but I wouldn't really say like, I haven't been scrolling mm-hmm. mindlessly for like three weeks yeah. and just simply noticing the difference in myself and like just my mood, my, my present moment and just being in, in like a different headspace. Yeah. So you haven't been consuming? I haven't been consuming. Okay. No. I've been consuming educational content, Spotify, podcasts, mm-hmm. audible books, reading, all those things, but no consuming whatsoever. And like, I've been noticing a lot of good side effects from it. Yeah. Like my mental clarity has been insane the past few weeks. And just in general, like, I feel like the first week was so difficult. Like I was literally craving re-downloading all those. Because I, at the yeah. fir- for the first week, I literally deleted, I went cold turkey. I deleted all my social media. And I was like, right, fuck it. That's it. Getting off. Can I ask the reason you decided to close all your social media? I don't know. I just feel like we as humans we just spend so much time on it in today's society like especially like we spend so much time procrastinating yeah yeah and i feel like every time i feel when i had like a project for example if i was doing like something to do with my business or something when it comes to creating online content Mm -hmm. and i knew i felt myself getting that point i was like right okay this is pressure you get distracted by it. You get distracted. Be like, okay, well, I'm going to scroll for five minutes. And then yeah. five minutes turns into an hour. An hour. And then it's like, Which okay. Which turns I'll... into five hours. Yeah. And then you just end up doing it t- tomorrow. So um, I decided, I've noticed, like, I was self-aware. I was like, right, okay. Mm-hmm. I spend way too much time on social media. And I don't just mean social media. I just mean in general on our phones. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you can include Netflix as part of that. You could include watching TV and all those things. But um, yeah. So one thing that has really put in perspective for me was... We're both iPhone users. Mm-hmm. We have the screen time widget thing you can put on your phone. Yeah. And it tells you how long you've been on social media. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was seeing those like five hour marks and majority of that being Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, yep. Instagram, I was okay. Yeah. That's a lot of time out of my day. Um, so decided to go cold, cold turkey, completely delete all my social media. At the start, I was like, Missing it. Withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. It was insane. Um, but after the first week, it started to get easier and easier. But it just, again, the reason I want to talk to you about it today, because I want to actually dive a little bit deeper behind that, because I was thinking about the fact it had on me when I was first, even when I was deleting apps, I almost felt like I was losing something in my life. Oh, yeah? I was, it's an addiction? I was, yeah. It's, and the reason I want to talk about this on today's episode is because I want to raise more awareness. Mm-hmm. To more people out there who are consuming, because ever since coming out of lockdown, right, we've been in in a two year lockdown. Like 
we oh, we yeah. were forced to create habits of consumption it's to, mostly what everyone done all day like yeah. when if you weren't working from home or doing whatever you were probably more than likely consuming some form of content whether it be tv whether it be your phone tiktok i think is that kind of when tiktok blew up yeah i would say so that, that was probably lockdown. i think it was towards the end it was like the short-term content i think live streaming yeah. netflix like mm-hmm. streaming services were really popular everyone was just flat out on them yeah and then towards the end that's when the short tar- short which term content. in a way is great because it also did help a lot of people like i know you blew up your gaming yeah my, my gaming platform really your took gaming off platform completely blew up in lockdown yeah ended up your full-time career for how many years after oh yeah three and a half years three and a half years after lockdown and i know what a lot of people were saying when you were streaming in lockdown was that you were essentially helping them through their day because mm-hmm. i mean some people are alone some people are struggling as it is and then we're mm-hmm. all locked in our houses and you know they felt like you were a form of sanity tell them you mm-hmm. were your community as well it it was a community people became friends of people people met up after lockdown like it actually became like a little online family yeah and i know that a lot of people at the time were saying about how you know they couldn't get through their day without watching you mm-hmm. so i do think in a way it does have its good yeah for sure you know that it can do that but then of course it did create this like need in all of us to watch and yeah consume content because it's all we did yeah like you you pretty much said it right there like it's it was a blessing to Mm -hmm. get through that horrible period of time but at the same time coming out of that it was so much side effect that came with that so much baggage because so many people just got addicted to consuming without Mm -hmm. realizing because they had nothing better to do right and like so many people like one of the things i hear the most whenever i talk to people i coach people and obviously i do group coaching i do one-on-one coaching it's one of the biggest times when people get depressed and anxiety and just in general getting the rot is after lockdown Mm -hmm. and majority of the time is because of all the things that came with it right so obviously we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the side effects of consuming social media watching tv and just overindulging in dopamine high activities Mm -hmm. like social media like playing video games yeah like like you pretty much said during lockdown it was like okay that was an escape for everyone but once normality kicked back in people struggled getting off of it for true for true for true true. (laughs) but yeah so um that's that's one of the biggest things that i i've been hearing in the community of people who are struggling Mm -hmm. uh, with their mental health is is the is the constant need of consumption and but do you also feel like it is one of the biggest undiagnosed addictions is social media? And also people don't want to know that it's an issue? Yeah, 100%. You ever try and tell someone, we'll use this story and shout out to my mom because I know she's listening, but my little sisters, mm-hmm. I have three sisters and one brother who are all under the age of 15, mm-hmm. right? And... They all love social media in different ways. I know one of my little sisters is TikTok obsessed. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I would actually say two of them are. My youngest but oldest mm-hmm. of the young. She would be on TikTok a lot, but she's a teenager. So I think it's like very, it is, you know, they're mm. all on it. But my little sister loves TikTok. And it got to the point where we had kind of felt like 
she was watching it too much because kids and I think this is the thing too with little kids is like you really don't realize how bad it is further like I'll put it this way before I start rambling do you ever go on TikTok and you're scrolling and you're scrolling and time goes by and you almost feel more drained when you turn when you come off it oh yeah and I don't mean to sound like a like an you know, oh, don't be going on TikTok, kids and all, and you know, but I mean it like I know sometimes I'll sit down and I'm like, oh, I'll just go on TikTok for a little while, like just to distract myself or you know whatever. And I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I don't realize how long's went past, and then when I come off it, I'm actually like, oh, yeah, you, you're almost. I've used all my brain dopamine. I've used, I've drained myself physically, where I'm like, ugh, when yeah. I come off it. And the only other thing to do is kind of keep scrolling. Yeah. As weird as it sounds. Yeah. And you you said something that really resonated with it, which was like not, it's one of the biggest addictions that is not talked about in the mainstream. Undiagnosed. Because it's like, I'm going to hit you with some stats, okay? Yeah. Because I want to- I'll pause that story, by the way. Yeah. Because I'll forget all about it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the human attention spam mm-hmm. in the last decade has been reduced by 33%. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously whenever the smartphone was born. Yeah. And with that came- Mm-hmm. phone screen time and having your pocket at all times internet instant access to unlimited resources and just in general like being online yeah connecting with people and like you said also it's a beautiful thing because you get to connect with people all around the world people in australia america you know whatever uk they get to connect with each other all around the world and it's amazing but at the same time the human brain doesn't have like a threshold button where it's like okay that's enough Let's stop. You have to stop it. It's not going to make you stop it. Yeah. So, and obviously, we all know mental health has been down tremendously the past few years, especially. And that's due again to the short-term content, to the social media, society, to all those things. Like, again, we're going to go back to talking about younger generations who are like your sisters mm-hmm. on TikTok, on YouTube Shorts, on Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, all those, whatever social media platform is your poison, basically. Yeah. And the side effect of it? Yeah. Number one, mental health. It's so mm-hmm. bad for your mental health. Like, it's so unnatural for a human to sit in one place for hours and just look yeah. at a tiny screen. That's the physical part of it, but also even the comparison part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> us as human beings, we're not supposed to know what friggin', I don't know, Rebecca from New Zealand or Australia or whatever is doing or lives in or how much money she has or what car she drives unless we know her unless yeah. we meet her in real life Shout and now Rebecca. we have who isn't a real person by the way mm-hmm. but you know social media it opens up millions of people all around the world that we don't shouldn't know about you if that mm-hmm. makes sense like realistically me being in northern ireland i should know that oh my god that person is so rich and you know oh my god look at the cars and oh wow look at this and like she's so gorgeous and this and that and you sit there and compare yourself mm-hmm. where we have not just one of these people we have thousands of this these people online even richer even whatever and we're watching it while we're sitting in our home we're probably haven't got our makeup on we're probably in our house coat we're probably had a crappy day we're maybe on our time of the month and we're looking at these people and it's like instantly we feel bad about ourselves yeah so instantly that would, that would be some of the it's a big part of the women community when it well, comes yes, to women's but community but i think even men obviously i can only speak as a woman i can't speak as a man you yeah. can speak as a man but i am positive like i am sure 
there is men it might not be due to oh he's so pretty i wish i was pretty as him it could yeah. be look how you know how fit he is look uh why is he he has successful businesses my business isn't successful he look what he provides for his family i can't provide that for my family yeah i can't speak as a man i'm sure you obviously can i'm just speaking from a woman's point but it's not just what you're saying about how the actual physical effects but also mentally the effects it has on us like seeing and people only put including myself the good on social media highlight of the day you do not put your worst picture you do not put that you and your partner have fought all day long and you want to move out you don't put that your kids are crazy and, you know, running amok or whatever. You don't, you post your your kids Christmas jumper day in school and they look adorable or them sleeping or reading a bedtime story or doing something that makes it look like, oh, You're living the dream. So cute. Yeah, and people, the truth is, it's like, it's one of your best. You're literally spending three hours plus just scrolling through people's highlights of their day, comparing subconsciously. And that's that's the thing that goes on, even though you might not feel like, well, I don't really compare myself. Subconsciously, you're always going to be comparing yourself because mm-hmm. your your brain is designed that way. It's to compare and and, and reflect. So yeah. you're initially doing that. And like you said, for, for women, it's a lot more when it comes to, like I said, for men, it, it could be more egotistical rather than like, yeah. when it comes to hurting feelings, men might not feel like they're comparing as much, but... But they are, essentially they are. they are. And I'm sure there's many men who do. Oh yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. You've, men- you've mentioned it. And the thing about social media is you're not going to see the average Joe on social media blown up. No. That's the unfortunate well, thing about it. Yeah. Because sometimes, I do think sometimes you do. Yeah. Some good content creators who are very like real and raw. and For sure. But you know, social media. But there's not enough of it. Pyramid is designed to show you top 1%. Yeah. yeah. And that top 1% is the people who, again, amazing physiques mm-hmm. top 1% of physiques people who probably do the physiques as a job on social media and genetics also genetics, play a huge part in physiques, how your body physically looks whether they take steroids because it makes sense for them to take steroids because obviously again if they're on social media promoting like all these health products and protein products and all those yeah. things they're gonna be using enhancing things to make themselves bigger stronger mm-hmm. whatever else because it makes sense for their brand but again as someone who's sitting here on a sofa who isn't doing that I'm going to be comparing myself to that and being like, why am I not? Why don't I, why don't I have a six pack? Why don't I have big juicy biceps? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that, that's a, that's a point of it is like you're subconsciously comparing yourself to top yeah. 1%. Mm-hmm. They don't show you the rest of the world of like, again, like you said. No, I mean, it, I mean, if I talk from my point of view, like my own social media, I'm sure because it's natural, you know, for everyone that I'm sure there might be people who look at, my social media or my life and think oh wow you know her life seems easy or it seems good or you know they might think that we have a nice home or they might think that I don't know we drive a nice car or whatever because there's always somebody who's going to look up to you mm-hmm. and they might not think they might be looking up to you thinking I wish I had that life and not realizing that somebody else is looking up to their life mm-hmm. and wishing they had their life and so forth and so forth that's what we do as humans there's always someone that has better or feels better than us oh yeah we're always looking up and even if you don't know it there's there is going to be people who are looking at your life and thinking wow i wish i had that oh yeah but the truth is is like yes my life is good in them ways but also if you went on my social media right now and you picked up my your phone and went on would you think i had all the trauma i've had 
Exactly. Do you think you can see when I'm hormonal and distraught? Can are you can you see the times in my life where I was physically depressed? Mm-hmm. No, of course you can't because I don't upload it. And even if I do upload some things to be vulnerable, you're not going to get that gist. You're going to seem as if like, oh, her life seems easy. Yeah. Do you know? And another person you could be looking at just because they have money, just because they're, they're posting this content where you're like, oh my God, mm. wish I was that. You have no idea what kind of life they've lived or are living. Mm. They could be, let's say they're 27. You don't know what the hell's happened in their 27 years on this life. You're watching their TikTok of mm. whatever they're showing you. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their childhood was like. You don't know what they go through when the camera's off. Mm. If you see something that you like about someone, Ask yourself what it is that you're, let's say you're, you're watching someone on TikTok and you're thinking, oh my God, I wish I was them. Mm. Okay. What do you wish you were them about? Do you know what I mean? What, is about, it, what is it about them that inspires what you? What is it about them that you want to be like? And is it things that you can implement? You're not going to mm. be them and you shouldn't want to be them because like as cheesy as it is, is like, we are all so unique. Mm. We are not meant, there is not meant to be two Chelsea's and two Patrick's and two whoever else is listening out here which is what i always tell (laughs) you wish which is what i always tell my sisters lacey and aria i always tell them to be themselves Mm. because my little sister lacey's going through this phase in school where she's big p7 going into first year so p7 is like if anyone's watching oh yes sorry primary school it's the last grade in it's primary the school. last grade in primary school going to the first she's going year into her she's in her double digits she's 10 you know she's coming 11 next year she's getting in that girly phase and that phase where she's looking at her friends and coming a lot to me and to, to me and my mom and saying well she's doing it why can i not do it can i have this pierced because she has this pierced and i want this pierced yeah those piercings it, it's a lot piercings. of comparison mm-hmm. at the minute everything 90 percent of what she wants is because well that person's doing it so why can't i mm-hmm. and the one thing i always tell her because not only is she beautiful and funny and smart? She is so unique. She is, she's amazing. Oh yeah. Same as, as my other little sister, Arya. But Lacey's just at that age. So that's why I'm using her as an example. But I always tell her, you're supposed to be you authentically. The way you like to dress, the way you like to do your hair, the way you like to, why not you still like to play with dolls or why not you like, whatever it is, don't try to be like other people because you are only supposed to be yourself. Yeah. And I think, when you look at that other person and you think what is it that is i'm admiring about them what is it that's making me wish i was like them you're not supposed to be them Mm -hmm. but what can you take from their attributes or maybe they're successful okay well implementing that your life is well what can i do to try to get to that level success look at them in a sense of looking up to them like i'm not supposed to be you i don't want to be you Mm. but i want to have maybe similar success as you Okay, well, and how do I get there? And put it in your life in a way of motivate yourself. Don't dismotivate yourself and don't make yourself feel bad. Yeah. Because you think someone else has it better. Yeah. I mean, pretty much you you said it the way it is. And there's a lot different like floating pieces to this subject. Mm -hmm. And one thing I really want to touch up on is the psychology behind social social media. And again, the effect of it has not only on the generations that are a bit in their 20s, 30s, 40s, Mm -hmm. 50s onwards, but the, the the impact it has on the people who are the newer generations, like you said, your sisters and all the younger people, because to them, 
it causes that's why a lot of younger women who are growing up younger girls have so many mental health issues because of that because of that comparison yeah because of like you said looking at other people what they're doing wishing they had that wishing i had brown hair instead of blue hair i would have had like brown eyes instead of blue eyes and like it's just like the constant bombarding of comparison and constant com- com- like stream of information yeah so that's obviously psychology going on in your subconscious mind but on top of things social media is very addictive like it's addictive like you said mm-hmm. it's a, it's one of the one of most like on spoken about addictions and i think there's yeah. gonna be a point in time people will be diagnosed with people will be diagnosed too with much social, social media, media. <laughs> addictions in the future yeah, and there's gonna sure. be ads about it mm-hmm. but it's true and the, the reason why for example like tiktok is is addictive is because it gives you a very it's called a variant reward system yeah which basically same with like they're actually using the reason why majority of social media platforms have the scroll feature is because it resembles the gambling feature in like a gambling slot yeah where so you pull and it scrolls you, you, it yeah. scrolls and mm-hmm. that's that's addictive to the human brain yeah so that's mm-hmm. why they use that so they actually employ mm-hmm. psychologists to get you hooked on their social yeah. media platforms and i'm going to give you another stat that's going to blow your mind mm-hmm. there's only two industries in the world that will call you the user uh, i love that one the social media company mm-hmm. and the drug company yep or sorry industry social industry, media yeah. industry and, and the, the drug, drug industry, industry will be the only two that will call you the user the user yep you're not a client you're not a whatever you're a user yep because the more time you spend on social media the more they can pump you in with ads and all those things mm-hmm. and again this is this is a friendly nudge and a friendly reminder we're not here to gonna act like we're on we're not never oh, on no, social no. media i'm on social media you know i'm, I'm but you know, i am much more oh I, I try to be more mindful more mindful mm. of how long I'm spending and also one of the things that I think helped me so much was whenever you you had actually introduced this to me was like the whole social media thing because you were learning about it and you mm. were educating yourself on it and you brought it to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I nearly had a panic attack <laughs> when you first told me because you were like why don't you do a detox and I think it was like a week which actually goes back to the story I was telling earlier about again my little sister Lacey mm-hmm. where we were out for dinner with her my mom and my little sister Aria and Lacey obviously goes on TikTok a lot and we had said to her why don't you do a week where she doesn't go on social media the, she doesn't go couple, on TikTok the conversation basically led into we yeah were well, no about... we were having conversations and it led into yeah I, how much time Lacey was spending I think it was Aria actually TikTok. said something about feeling bad about herself she said ah, something initially yes, right. it was your younger sister so she's a couple yes, of years younger than Le- she's Lacey eight. Mm-hmm. she's eight years old and she said I'm feeling really bad about myself oh, yeah. and that's whenever I said that's the side effects of social media yeah. being on social media because I asked straight away when she said that I was like is she on social media is she on TikTok yep is she on YouTube yep is she on yep and again it could be simple like watching kids stuff right toddlers doing other th- well not toddlers she's not a toddler but no, like, but younger she, yeah, younger kids, adults yeah. doing stuff right She's not watching like any adult content on it. She's just watching her own for you page. Yeah. But yeah. that again has her compa- comparing the people around her age doing things and whatever else. Yes. Makes so her that led bad about herself. to the conversation. You're right. Sorry. She mentioned she was feeling bad about herself. We had a good talk about again going back, which actually goes back to my conversation earlier. And what I said, Lacey, is and we were telling Arya she's yeah. meant to be her. And she 
I know everyone says your kids are beautiful. They are two beautiful little kids. Mm-hmm. So it went to that and we kind of said, right, okay, well, why don't you do a week where, let's see if you feel better if you do a week where you don't watch social media. Now, that does not mean they can't play with their toys. They can't play their, they play their iPads or tablets. They play Roblox. No, all it was was no TikTok. Because that's the only social media they're on pretty much. That, yeah. And don't get me wrong. They, like Patrick had mentioned, they're not watching adult content. It's monitored what they're watching. But it's still enough that they can feel bad about themselves or compare themselves. Yep. Etc. And Lacey went into a full-blown meltdown. She had a meltdown. Crying her eyes out. Like, oh, She started crying because she was saying that we weren't fair and we were punishing her, which we tried to explain, of course, that we were not punishing her. And the purpose of this is in, we're not parents who are like old school, your kids shouldn't have tablets and you shouldn't be on or they shouldn't be watching anything. It's not about that. Yep. It is just about the fact that say to your kid, we're going to take a little week off TikTok. You know, we're not going to go on TikTok for a week and let me know how they react. Yep. Because see when they burst out into tears and say you're punishing them and it's evil, it will really open your eyes up to how addicted your kid is to social media yep. already because she nearly had a nervous breakdown. Yep. She physically felt like she was being punished, which she wasn't. Yeah. Why, tell me why was it so hard for her brain to understand and deal with the fact that she just couldn't click on TikTok. She mm. can still play, go on Roblox, watch YouTube, watch Netflix. She can still do all these things. She just can't go on the TikTok for a week. Now, why for a 10-year-old is that her reaction? Yeah, exactly. Because she couldn't fathom not going on, like she couldn't fathom yeah. not going on, so she, like going on TikTok. Yeah. Pretty much. Like it's it's something that's part of that generation growing up and having mm-hmm. that access to, to that amount of dopamine, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about just to kind of have an explanation on, again, talking a little bit about psychology behind the things. I'm very interested in, in the human behavior and the human mind and everything, that, the way everything has effect on it. And again, going back to like I was saying to you, those things like social media, watching TV, all those things that are now pumped into the society mm-hmm. are high dopamine, dopamine energetic energetic activities mm-hmm. which basically flood your brain with a chemical which is a pleasure chemical called dopamine we we probably all heard about dopamine before whatever else but the thing about dopamine is that a lot of people don't know dopamine isn't just a chemical of pleasure that mm-hmm. is produced in your brain when you do an activity whether it's opening like a present or watching something that you enjoy on TV or going on social media or whatever else, it's anticipation that creates that dopamine reward system. Yeah. Right? But also, dopamine is a molecule of more. Yeah. So when you get a little bit of dopamine, your brain then wants more. Yeah. And that's where the issue becomes. It's never about like, oh, you know, dopamine is a normal part of your brain. But the problem is when you indulge in those activities that flood your brain, your brain wants more mm-hmm. and wants more and wants more and wants more. And the the tr- the dark truth about it is that all the things they used to enjoy doing, mm-hmm. you don't enjoy doing as much. Yeah. So when you are constantly indulging in, like I said, in, in social media, watching TV, playing video games, watching pornography, that's another big one, drinking alcohol, eating junk food, 
Yeah. You're flooding your brain with dopamine. Mm-hmm. And what that is doing to you subconscious, subcon- subconsciously is that's rewiring your brain to seek those activities only. And mm-hmm. all those things that give you less dopamine, like going on a walk, having a conversation with your partner, reading a book, meditating, journaling, all the non-sexy things that you can do in life mm. are completely like boring. Yeah. Which right? is what I was going to say that they become boring, boring things. And yeah, because do you know another thing is about dopamine, right? For example, I'm going to give you a bit, for anyone who's a little bit lost on the whole neuroscience thing. When you only eat your food, that is your favorite type of food. Like if you only eat your favorite food, mm-hmm. the food that you absolutely hate tastes even worse. So now, not only the things like reading, journaling, meditating, going walks suck, mm-hmm. but the things that you actually didn't like before suck even more yeah. because that increases your, your dopamine baseline mm-hmm. to the point where if you didn't like doing dishes before, now doing dishes is going to suck even more. And that's the point of it is that not only now you're not enjoying being more in the present moment, whether you spend time with your family. And that's why you'll see the examples. Yeah, like little kids. Little kids going to restaurants. So bored. And I, I had my eyes open whenever I actually, real, like I, I've always been very open about like, I don't want to use technology when we're family time is dinner time. You know, even when we were raising yeah. Lacey back when she was living with us. Which it was again always, sounds very... I don't like, think it do does. Like, to hear it, it sounds very, like, military. Like, I don't no, think so. Got no thing at the table. Because, but because it's such a normal thing for people now. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That it can sound, but what you're saying is, like, when we had dinner, we used to say, okay, if you're sitting, playing your game, whatever, just put it down while we have dinner. Oh, yeah, 100%. So we like can I, talk to each other, so mm-hmm. we can, and it actually turned turned into one of the things that she loved the most was, yeah. Family okay, time. can we... Okay, if we're having dinner, can we put our tablets away and talk? Yep. She loved talking because we we programmed like, okay, dinner time is not where you get your mm-hmm. dopamine hit from watching tablet. Because yeah. again, that's something that I knew I struggled with before. How many people out there, every time they have a meal, they have to watch something. Yeah. Got the point where my food would be going cold before I would eat it because I, I was scrolling for, for like 10 minutes trying to find something to watch before yeah. I eat my food. A lot of people have that issue and I'm sure you resonate with that. But that's again because you're stuck in that consumption cycle of just constantly searching dopamine to the point yeah. where you just being present with your food isn't giving you that hit anymore. Like it, it's just not good enough at this point. Like there's no point being around the bush. Yeah. And I think that's why it need, you need to be aware because whenever I had that awareness of like, okay, I'm going to do which I call dopamine detoxing, which I do on a pretty much daily basis mm-hmm. where I'm very aware of how much dopamine I indulge in. Naturally, you're, you're not going to like throw out your tv or you're not gonna completely get rid of your social media because it's not one extreme to the next yeah exactly it's balance but once i it's not all social media and it's not no social media it's just creating the the balance between like yeah and firsthand experience going off that high coming from the high the high consumption Mm -hmm. to find that balance was the hardest part yeah but once i got there it opened my eyes to like when you go to a restaurant look around you how many people are sitting on their phone glued to their phone and you'll see a whole family of like four people mom and dad we have the two kids and physically if you guys can hear a cat snoring it's because noki just jumped down on my lap and he's beside me so he's probably just what are you doing do you know what he's doing there's wires everywhere and there's mics and he's just for now now he's going into like stealth mode where he's just crawling in between all the wires and yep he's just being annoying just turned into back to what i was saying family of four sitting all sitting on their phones the tablets and just completely ignoring each other yeah and the thing is right 
you are taken away from your present moment. Mm-hmm. The things that really matter to you the most. To consume. Because I guarantee you, there's never going to be a time in life where someone gets to the bottom, to, to, someone gets to the end of their life and they're going to be like, oh, I regret not scrolling TikTok more. I regret not watching more Netflix shows. <laughs> I regret not watching more pornography. It's not going to happen. Well, well speak I'm, for yourself in the pornography. Myself. You never know. But, but it's like people will never do that. Yeah. It's always like the, the most important no, things in your life. No, 100%. That happen always, in front of you in the present moment. Yeah, they'll always go to like, I wish I had a, spent more time with my family. I wish I had a, you know, mm. done this or that. It's never, I wish I had of had a scrolled more. Yeah, exactly. So my like goal with this episode of the podcast is to create awareness. Because again, yeah. realistically, we're just going through life just the way you are. We're trying to figure shit out. We're trying mm-hmm. to find ourselves. We're trying to overcome our trauma or our thing. And if there's something that I know that is valuable in my life, I want to share it with you. And same thing sure. with Chelsea. If Chelsea knows something, she wants to share it with you. Yeah. My biggest extraction is introduce dopamine detox into your daily routine because it's going to change your life. I know yeah. it sounds a bit bold, but people seek so much happiness. They seek so much joy. They don't realize that when you get too much happiness, too much pleasure, too much joy, it actually starts meaning less to you. Yeah. It doesn't mean as much and it doesn't, it's not as impactful when it comes to spend time with your family because you're constantly like, even right now, we all, we always have our phones nearby. Put, put, put your phone in the next, like next room and see the way your body reacts to you not having your phone near you. You're almost like, where's my phone? Yeah. Right. Toy with the idea of like, do you know what? For two days, for one day, for a week. I'm going to not, whatever your favorite thing is you do, if it's, if it's TikTok, if it's Instagram, if it's whatever it is, I was going to say Facebook, but I genuinely don't think anyone, maybe they are, is like addicted to Facebook. don't know, to be honest with you. I feel like Facebook is, it's, Facebook to me is, is work Hmm. because the only purpose I go on Facebook for is work. It's the upload post, it's the message, it's the book dogs in, it's not, I don't scroll Facebook. Maybe you do, I don't know, but whatever it is, is your, your, you know, your guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Toy with the idea of being like, okay, well, for the for a day or whatever, I'm not going to go on it and just see all the reasons you think in your head as to why you shouldn't do that. Yep. And yep. if that's the case, if you're trying to find reasons that like, no, you can't do that because this or, oh no, because this is happening or, oh, my favorite show's on tonight, then ask, oh, sorry, kitty cats. <laughs> so annoying ask yourself you know if you're reacting that way is it because you're addicted to it yep just there's nothing wrong with it first of all like there's nothing wrong i think we're all addicted to something the human brain is as natural neural pathways to to get addicted because your your brain seeks routine it seeks patterns so it's completely normal there's no shame in that don't ever shame yourself for being addicted to social media because like i said it has most people are yeah and, and the thing is the, the point I'm trying to, the, the point we're trying to make here is raise awareness, get yeah. you to be a free th- thinker and actually look within and yeah. see how can I extract value from this? Yeah. My value is, like I said to you, and you pretty much talked about it earlier, don't compare yourself to other people on social media because you genuinely, all you're doing is seeing the highlight of someone's day. You mm-hmm. don't see the depression. You don't see the anxiety. You don't have to see the fucking mental breakdowns, right? I'm very open about my mental health online and talk about how many mental breakdowns I've had and all the shit I had to go through. And in reality, you don't see that on other people's lives, right? So don't compare yourself to other people. 
that's one of my biggest yeah. things to, to take away from that is don't compare, but also use it to your advantage. Oh yeah, which is a thing I've learned. Use it to your advantage because become the creator, not the consumer. Become the creator, but instead of being the consumer. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways to do that. If you're not ready to be the creator on social media and you don't actually want to create content, use the algorithm to your advantage because the way algorithm works for anyone who doesn't know, they'll show you the things that you want to see, mm-hmm. right? So if you stop for a minute and you start looking at pictures of, I don't know, bikes, you're going to see more pictures of bikes. So that's just yeah. the way algorithm works. They want to keep you on their social media as the user for as long as they can so they can pump you of ads, right? So use that to your advantage because... There is a lot of resources out there and you can train your algorithm to whether you're on a self-help journey. If you're listening to this podcast, you're on a self-help, self-improvement, personal development, self-education journey. Use social media, use those platforms to feed you that content. Be intentional with what you're watching. Put it this way. All I watch is dog grooming and animals. Mm -hmm. And if I put my For You page up right this minute... That's what you're going to get. You're going to scroll down video after video after video of dog groomers or funny videos of dogs or cats or whatever. It's because it's what I watch is what it gives me. Yeah, but and exactly. And like I said, if you are on like a journey where you're like, you know, I'm trying to figure myself out, get my life together, improve my life, improve myself. Use that algorithm to do that research. And purposely, if you see a video of a cat and that's not what you should be really doing with your time and spend three hours watching videos. Obviously for you, it's your business, whatever else. I'm not dissing you. <laughs> it's your business. So you, you watch grooming videos. You watch I do. I animals. watch it for education. For education. But for someone who shouldn't be watching cat videos or shouldn't be watching funny memes, scroll past that. Or negative. Ignore it. Or negative, negative right? Content, News and whatever gossip else. Gossip. And and gossip and drama. Use it to be like, do you know what? I'm going to train my algorithm to show me the things that are educational, yeah. that are valuable to me and that are positive. Feed your brain like... I know people say what you eat is what you are, but that means so much more when it comes to your brain diet. Yeah. That's one thing I'm a big believer in is your mental consumption is even more important than your physical, what you put in your body as food. Because what what you are like putting in your mind is going to affect you massively. So if you are going to be going on social media while you're detoxing, use that time to actually educate yourself, learn and Simply, like you said, instead of being the consumer, find a way to be the creator. Yeah. And another way to add to that is go through your social media and purge. If you are following someone who makes you feel bad, makes you feel bad about yourself, makes you compare your life, whatever it may be, even someone who's like maybe super negative because we all have it. You have someone on social media who's just negative, negative, negative. Mm-hmm. Unfollow follow and friend and get start following people get and let me out. let's say it's a friend you have and you're like oh but i can't unfollow them because they're gonna see i unfollow them Fuck Do you them. know what show less go to the button yep show less show, show they are less. never gonna know that you've done that you don't have to watch it yep. you don't have to consume it go on and find people who inspire you yes. make you feel good preach to you talk to you make you when you go on you're like oh i love that because i did that I had people who weren't weren't negative or weren't bad, but just like for some reason made me feel bad about myself. Yep. Right. In some way that I was looking at them thinking I didn't have that or oh God, they're they're so pretty or whatever. And it just it kind of made me put myself down. Nothing to do with them. But I was just like, this isn't benefiting me. It's actually just making me feel worse about myself. So why am I falling? Just to make myself feel bad. So 
follow the people and it goes back to my job my grooming page is I follow so many groomers and it's like I follow ones that inspire me like when I see their work and you see this in me I'll be scrolling up like oh oh my god that groom is so I get so passionate I'm like oh my god that groom is amazing he or she is such a good groomer and it like lights us fire me of like oh I want to I want to be that good so instead of me comparing and being like that makes me feel so shit about myself I follow these people who give me that jolt of like oh I want to be there I want to be at your level they might even share their tips you know that helps your career but the point is follow people who light that fire in you to be better and do better the fire in you yeah inspire you make you want to you know follow someone in the career you want to have that ignites that in you did i go and do it yeah and like like you said i i would do like a social media purge every few weeks where i go through all the people i'm following all the people i'm subscribed to and i would just purge yeah because again when you're on a path it just gets better for you same thing if you're dopamine detoxing it gets better because let's use this fantastic example if you had one week left to live Mm -hmm. what would you do in that week i guarantee you you wouldn't be wanting to watch more cat videos or watch tv drama tv show you wouldn't right what you want to do i know our cats, Sorry, the cat, our cats can really offend is so we love offended you, right now but i'm just daddy saying daddy doesn't mean that noki mommy will watch cat videos yes yes sorry sorry noki <laughs> if you had one week left to live you wouldn't be watching dramas and negative content mm-hmm. you most likely spend that time with your family living you, you you most likely spend that time living being more in the present moment so if you want to enjoy that family time more and if you want to enjoy that present moment more, deprive yourself from the high dopamine activities yeah. because that's what's going to give you more pleasure in those smaller dopamine activities. No offense to your family, but unfortunately, your family and, and spend time with them does not flood your brain with dopamine like social media does. Yeah, I so mean, you even have sometimes. To, you have to, you, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to another thing. So like I said, in order for that to be more meaningful to you, you have to deprive yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean you love them any less or you feel any different about them. But sometimes you'll even find when you're sitting with your partner, you want to go on social media more than you want to like sit and spend time with them. And it's not to say that something's wrong with your relationship. It's just that it just gives you more dopamine than they give you. Yeah. You know? So with that being said, if you want to take the value out of this podcast and continue indulging in positive content, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you want to connect with us on our personal instagram you can head over to our link tree which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot double e forward slash life sucks podcast where you can follow me on instagram and chelsea on instagram and also we have partnered up with stripe to bring support us to the next level so if anyone wants to buy us a coffee there is a link to support we truly appreciate you Today's been a great conversation, Chelsea. Is there anything else you want to set intention for anyone who's listening? Yep, just create. Don't consume. Create. Consume with purpose. Consume with purpose. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.